Hi everybody, Dave Carroll from Freedom House here. Thanks so much for joining us on today's podcast. At Freedom House, we're just a group of ordinary people who believe that kindness can transform a city. We have two rules, love God, love others. You can find out more about us at www.freedomhouse.ca or you can always pop in to see us if you're ever in the Brantford area. Good morning, Freedom House. Happy Pentecost Sunday. We've been looking now for 50 days at the goodness of God from Easter Resurrection Sunday to Pentecost, which is today on the calendar. We've been discussing the greatness, the goodness of God. And and uh, I've said to you a number of times through this season that that the, the scripture and the, and the words that keep coming back to me during this time, and even before we started this time, was uh, the Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. And that's been an amazing, an encouragement to me to know who he is, know his character, and live out of that. And so, so uh, what has God been saying to you over the last 50 days about his goodness? What has God revealed to you about yourself, about him? What have you experienced? What have you shared with others? And that's really Really what we want to talk about today, as we've come from 50 days from the Resurrection uh, Sunday, now to Pentecost Sunday, and I want to use one scripture this morning to tie in that 50 days and then talk a bit about the life of Christ, talk about our lives, and we'll be done. Holy Spirit's going to come and it's going to be amazing. So come Holy Spirit right now come into our living rooms, into our kitchens, into our bedroom, into our, onto our porch, wherever we are right now, and minister to children and seniors and everyone in between, you're good and your mercy endures forever. And so today on Pentecost Sunday, come Holy Spirit, come Holy Spirit in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So, so let me, let me quickly give you that scripture that I want to talk about and if you've been around the church for any length of time, you may remember this scripture as an old, as an old song we used to sing. It, it goes, it talks about if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, dwells in you, dwells in you. If the same spirit that raised Christ from, from the dead dwells in you, it will, what's the word? Quicken your mortal bodies. Now, we don't use those phrases much anymore, but uh, that's, that's how I learned Romans 8, 11. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you, it will quicken your mortal body. Let me read it to you out of the New King James. It says, but if the spirit of whom who raised uh, Jesus from the, de- uh, the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies, quicken, through his spirit who dwells in you. If the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in you. And here's the good news. He does. That's what Pentecost is all about, that the spirit that raised Christ from the dead is in us. Because at Easter, 50 days ago, Easter, it was God for us. Today, Pentecost, it's God in us. That's the Holy Spirit. So we we welcome Holy Spirit to come and quicken us, just like you did Jesus. So, so speaking of quicken, let's quickly look at, I want to look at five instances when the Holy Spirit worked life into Jesus and uh, made him better. That's an interesting one for us. So number one, we just talked about it. Actually, the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. It was at the resurrection. 
Luke 24. 50 days ago, we read from Luke 24, where, where the ladies come to the tomb and Jesus isn't there. And the angels say, hey, why are you looking for the living among the dead? Don't you remember how he taught you in Galilee that he wasn't going to stay dead? He was going to rise. And it was, it was the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. It was, it was the Holy Spirit that raised him from the dead. That's pretty awesome. So it was also, number two, it was also the same spirit that empowered Jesus for miracles and empowered him for his public ministry. Luke, Luke 4, uh, 14 says, Then Jesus returned by the power of the Spirit to Galilee, and news of him went through the, the entire surrounding region, so the, by the power of the Spirit in the Galilee, and then down farther on in Luke 4, 18 and 21, the Spirit of the Lord Jesus prays this and says this, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted and to preach deliverance to the captives and a recovery of the sight for the blind and to set at liberty those who are oppressed. And then he said, Today, this scripture is fulfilled in your hearing. So he was quoting from Isaiah 61. It was the same spirit that empowered Jesus for miracles. Matthew 12, 28. But if I cast out demons by the spirit of God, surely the kingdom of God has come to you. This is a really important one for us because, because it was Jesus who as the son of God became a man. He was totally reliant. He totally depended on the Holy Spirit for his life, for miracles, and his earthly ministry. That's really important because the same way Jesus, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead and that same spirit that worked miracles in Jesus dwells in us. That's really important this Pentecost Sunday. Number three, that same spirit that empowered Jesus through temptation and maybe even into, look at this in Luke uh, 4 verse 1. Then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan, okay, returned from the Jordan, was led by the Spirit into the wilderness. Now, I don't know how much information Jesus had prior to what was prior to the wilderness and what he was going to experience there, but it's really important for us today to know that it was the Spirit of God that led him into the wilderness. He was led, he was following God, he was following the leading of the Spirit, and when he followed, great temptation came. That's when the devil actually came and tempted him. 40 days, 40 nights, temptation of, of turn the rock in the bread, jump down from the mountain. If you're really the son of God, do this. If you're really the son of God, if you want all these kingdoms, bow down and worship me. Like all these temptations that he, that he experienced. And it wasn't just that because at the end of that Luke 4 incidents that we find out that uh, the, the enemy devil left him until another appropriate time. So it's very clear that there, there were times that the Spirit of God led Jesus into wilderness experiences. The Spirit led him there. And in the midst of the Spirit allowed him to overcome it. See, it's the same Spirit that empowered Jesus during temptation. Why is that important for us? Why is that important for me and you? It's important because we experience temptation all the time. And the same spirit that empowered Jesus, that raised him from the dead, the same spirit that came at Pentecost, the same spirit empowers us, gives us strength to overcome temptation as well. The same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, the same spirit that worked miracles, the same spirit that empowered Jesus during temptation. Number four, the same spirit that was with Jesus at his baptism. 
This is really awesome and really important for us. Number four is really important to us because the same spirit that in Luke 3, when Jesus is being baptized and and there's this discussion, as you know, there's this discussion that goes on between John the Baptist and Jesus and their cousins. And John the Baptist is like, man, cousin, I can't, I can't baptize you. I, you should be baptizing me. In fact, I'm not even worthy of bending down and undoing your, your laces, undoing your, your sandals. You should be, you should be baptizing me. And Jesus just turns and you know, calmly says, you know, this has to happen to fulfill what God wants to have happen. And so the same spirit that led Jesus into the wilderness, the same spirit is now going to show up at his baptism. How incredible. And so as he's baptized, as he comes back out of the water, it says that, the, that a spirit uh, that the Holy Spirit shows up on Jesus like a dove. It says he rests on Jesus like a dove. And then out of heaven, we hear this, the voice of the, of, of the Father says, you are my beloved son and you, I am well pleased. You're my beloved son. And the Holy Spirit signifies and, and comes and shows up in dove form. Well, why is this important to us? Well, it's really important because, because the Father says, you're my beloved son. I'm really pleased with you. I'm really pleased with you. You're my son. I'm pleased. Now, what had Jesus done prior to this? What ministry had Jesus done prior to this experience? The answer is nothing. He, he hadn't started his ministry yet. That was what we just talked about. We're going backwards in his life, in case you haven't followed. We're going backwards historically in his life. And at this time, at the baptism, God, Jesus hadn't done anything. Jesus hadn't done anything. And, and the voice of the Father comes and says, man, you're my son. I'm so pleased with you. And you know, some of us need to hear that today about, about the same spirit being with us, whispering the voice of the Father. I'm really pleased with you today. You know, a lot of us are waiting for a well done at the end of our life. It's like, you know, one day we're going to be good and we're going to be good enough that we're going to just make it. We're just going to squeak our way into heaven and God's going to go, well done, and then go and do whatever. But but man, I, I want you to understand that, that God, through the Holy Spirit, is saying to you today, well done, well done. Did you face that temptation well? Well done. Good job. Did you, did you hear and obey me this week? Well done. Did you miss some things? Sure you did. But but well done. You got back up and you and you and you lived for me. It because it's the same spirit that was with Jesus at his baptism that's with you. It's the same voice from heaven that's saying, "Well done. You're my son. I'm pleased with you." And so many Christians today just need to hear that from the Father. I'm pleased with you. I'm pleased with you. So I want to encourage you today. The same spirit that was Jesus at his baptism is with you. And number five, the same spirit that brought Jesus to life. Now, this is interesting. So now we've gone back from, from his death and resurrection. We've gotten all the way back now to his conception. The Holy Spirit was with, with, with Jesus, or I probably should say, was with Mary at the conception of Jesus. Luke 1 verse 35. Then the angel said to Mary, the Holy Spirit will come upon you. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. The power of the highest will overshadow you. Therefore, therefore, also the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. See, the Holy Spirit at the conception of Jesus. See, 
It's so important for us to see on this Pentecost Sunday, when we celebrate the coming of the Spirit, that we see that all the way through, from the, the, from the conception of Jesus till he is raised from the dead, that same Spirit, you should say that, that same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead and empowered him for life and empowered him for ministry and worked miracles and public signs and ministry, all of that Jesus did, it was by that same Spirit. It was Jesus totally yielding his life to that same Spirit. Man, that's so important for us today because that's how we have to live. That's how we have to live. And I want to encourage us today that if if God, if Jesus himself understood that he could rely on the Holy Spirit for everything from, from his initial conception all the way to his resurrection and everything in between that he did that we're so excited about, we so love about Jesus, it was done by his reliance, his dependence on Holy Spirit. And that's so great because the same spirit that did that dwells in us. The same spirit that did that dwells in us. We get that. And I love, I love how we get that information from, from uh, the word of God. But, and it's not just, it's not just from, from Paul in the book of Romans, but Paul talks about it uh, in 1 Corinthians. He talks about it in all of his writings. Because in, in 1 Corinthians 12, he talks about uh, the gifts of the Spirit. That same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead actually comes and empowers you with gifts to prophesy and speak life and have faith and gifts of faith and, and workings of miracles. Like, it's that same Spirit. And it's that same Spirit that Paul talks about over in Galatians 5 that says you can have the fruit of the Spirit. You can have the character, not just the, the gifts, the, the power gifts, but you can have character because we need both. We need the character of Christ. So you can have, you can have love, joy, peace, patience, long-suffering. You, you have goodness, generous, self-control. You can have all these things because of Holy Spirit. That same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead empowers you with gifts and gives you character with his fruit. It's so important. Same Spirit. It's the same Spirit. It's the same Spirit. It's the same Spirit that through the book of Acts didn't just happen on Pentecost, although, although it did. And this is interesting because when you look at the day of Pentecost in Acts 2, it was a fulfillment of a, of a prophecy from 100 years before. So the book of Joel, Joel 2, it's a prophecy that said that the Holy Spirit would come, and that's a prophecy because Peter stands up in Acts 2 and talks about that in the day of Pentecost. And it was a prophecy that, that birthed the church that day and it was a prophecy that wasn't just for them, but then for all those afar off. Think about that for a minute. All those. Because here's what it says at the end of, of Acts chapter 2, at the end of the day of Pentecost, when Peter's preaching. He says, Then Peter said to them, Repent and let every one of you be baptized in the name of Jesus for the remission of sins, and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Okay? So, so everything at Pentecost has now happened. The disciples, the 120 were in the upper room and they're filled with the spirit. They come from the upper room down on, onto the streets below where the thousands and thousands of gathering from all over, uh, the area because they came for the feast of Pentecost. They were there and all of them heard the word of God in their own language. They heard it all there and they're going, well, what's going on here? This may, this doesn't make sense. And those people are, are talking weird and it's like, are they drunk? But they weren't drunk. They were speaking other languages and everyone that came from different places heard the gospel in their own language. 
They heard the gospel in their own language, and it was miraculous. And, and when, when this happened and they realized, man, something's going on, it's, we, it's not just something we experienced in a, in a room by ourselves. Now God's wanting to go to the world, <laughs> which is what Jesus said all along, is that I'm going to empower you, you know, that you will be my witnesses everywhere. That's what Jesus said just before he ascended. That's in Acts chapter 1. And so they're realizing that we've now gone from the upper room to the streets that's why we call it the birthday of the church. The church was birthed in the streets because now everyone's hearing the gospel in their own language. And they're saying, man, we got we to gotta respond to this. So Peter, as I said, Peter stands up and, and preaches that they should repent in the name of Jesus and you'll receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For this is a promise, and here's what I just said, for this is a promise to you, to your children, and to all who are afar off, as many as the Lord our God will call. So Peter says, it's for you, it's for your children, your children's children, and all who are afar off. So let's put ourselves in that day, the day of Pentecost now. So, so we're there and we're here, we hear the message and we go, great, I receive it. I receive it for my children. Now that's easy, but the deal is we're actually, we weren't there, we're actually here. I'm so glad that Peter said, and for all who are afar off. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead and worked miracles in him and was there for his temptation and was there at his conception, that same spirit said, Peter, say this now because it's for all who are afar off. That's us. That's us. We are those who are afar off. It's f and so that means it's for us and for our children and our children's children, our, all who are far, far off. It's the same spirit. Come, Holy Spirit. It's the same spirit. And then, and then we see, so that just goes so uh, through the book of Acts. We see the Acts. Uh, and, and, you know, we, we have been told, and, and you know, if you, if you open your Bible and go to Acts, it says the Acts of the Disciples. It really should be called the Acts of the Holy Spirit because he's the one that's doing it. Just like Holy Spirit did it through Jesus because he yielded to him, it's the Acts of the Holy Spirit Yes, through the disciples. So there's a partnership that's really important. It's the acts of the Holy Spirit, the same Spirit, the raised Christ from the dead. It's the acts of the Holy Spirit to people that yielded themselves to the Holy Spirit. It's the acts of the Holy Spirit to every Christian that says yes. And that's really important because, again, that's us. We are the ones who are the ones that are afar off. And we say, come Holy Spirit. We are the ones that have to say, we agree with the fact that Jesus is the Son of God. We agree that we have to repent and turn from our ways because we have to turn from doing it our own way and say yes to Jesus because he became the way. We say, Jesus, Lord, forgive us. We've hurt you, we've hurt others. Please forgive us and we repent. But then we receive the Holy Spirit. Yeah, we receive the Holy Spirit and he guides us. He leads us. He empowers us. That same spirit. Say it again. I'm going to keep saying that. That same spirit. That phrase has been in my brain for 50 days. That same spirit that raised Christ from the dead and empowered Jesus. He's in us. He's, he's in you. He's in your kids. As we repent, Holy Spirit comes. And it's so amazing. It's so important. And so I want to encourage you today. Receive 
that same spirit. And if you're a Christian, you already have, but yield more to him if that same spirit. We'll be back to finish up today's message in just a second. But if you've been enjoying today's message or want to sow into the ministry of Freedom House, you can always go to www.freedomhouse.ca and give online, or you can e-transfer to giving at freedomhouse.ca. We love being a transformational church and we love sowing into our community. And so we would be blessed if you take a second and just sow into Freedom House. And now back to today's message. Here's the last little piece of truth, little nugget of truth I want you to catch. That it says, if that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, then, then. It's that, it's that if then conditional promise that we get. It's, it's not conditional that we get the Holy Spirit. We do. As soon as, as, soon as we receive, Holy, receive Jesus as our Savior, Holy Spirit comes. But that, that if, if I'm going to, it's, it's am I going to yield to Holy Spirit in me. Like Jesus had to do, will, will I yield to him? Will I yield to Holy Spirit as a lifestyle? This, if the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. And today I say yes again. Today I want to encourage you, say yes again. We yield to you, Holy Spirit, just like Jesus had to, just like the Son of God had to in his, in his life here on earth. We yield. How much more then, right? <laughs> how much more if Jesus had to do it, how much more do we have to do it? So the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. You know, I was thinking, I told I was thinking about this verse for, for at least 50 days and probably longer than that. But I, I was thinking about it. We just, uh, we just finished another round of Freedom Encounter, which uh, all of you know is, is the main foundation of, of uh, really discipling us and hearing the voice of God as a lifestyle and, and understanding that we're, we're called to get free, live free, free of this. That, and, and, you know, I was a little... I was a little tentative in doing Freedom Encounter because, well, we had to do it online like everything else. And I wondered, man, man, God, will you still show up the same way? And and I have to say, and, and it's not just me, the feedback we got back from those that took Freedom Encounter this time and some that had already taken it the other way. So prior to this, we'd done weekend. So it'd be like a Friday night, Saturday or Saturday, Sunday, whatever. And uh, because we had to do it by Zoom, we actually did over a number of weeks, over six weeks, and then three weeks of just going through the 21 days of freedom. And I just, I just have to say that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead and empowered Jesus showed up on our Zoom calls <laughs> for freedom because that same spirit wants us to be free. He wants us to get free from the past stuff so we can live to him now and into the destiny he has for our future. He wants us to get free live free and free others. And it was so amazing, the the amount of testimonies and, and things that people said. And man, just sitting there as as people are praying for other people and the Holy Spirit comes in just the weird Zoom way. <laughs> and But Holy Spirit, he's not... He's not concerned that it has to be via this technology. He's not, he's not concerned about that. And he just, when we pray in faith, Holy Spirit would come and we would just receive and people would receive freedom and receive freedom from their past and things that the, the enemy had been using for years and years and years to hold them back. Holy Spirit, that same Spirit came. That same Spirit came over Zoom. That same Spirit came over Facebook like today. 
I want to encourage you today to receive that same spirit. And I don't want you to say, yeah, well, I've already got it because we're not done. We can, we can receive more. Maybe we can step more into his gifts. Maybe we can, not maybe, <laughs> we need to step more into his character in the fruit of the spirit. We need to yield more. It's not, it's not a, you know, if we need to, it's a, we do need to. And I want to encourage you today on Pentecost, after 50 days of looking at the goodness of God, Lord, you're good and your mercy endures forever. I want to encourage you today to keep looking at him and to keep yielding and keep saying, Lord, I need more. I need more of your, your humility. God, I need more of your spirit. And right where you are today, whether it's Sunday morning, if you're joining with us right now, or whether you're listening another time or you're on the podcast, whatever it is, would you just stop whatever you're doing and say, Holy Spirit, that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead and empowered him, come and fill me. Yeah, do it right now. Come, Holy Spirit. Come, Holy Spirit, and fill me again. Fill me anew. Fill me from above empower me like you empowered Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I just declare today in, in, in our own houses, in our, in our cars, wherever we are, in our porches, wherever we are right now, Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come and give such assurance and, and empower us that we, that we know again Lord, sometimes we feel like we have to be a certain place, like the, at the front of the church or a certain place, but God, we don't. Right now, Holy Spirit, come. Right now, like you did the last few weeks at Freedom Encounter, like, you, like you've done in many, many prayer meetings we've had uh, through the last over a year, you come, come now. We welcome you, Holy Spirit. We say yes. We say, same Spirit that raised Christ from the dead, you dwell in me and you quicken me, you raise me back to life, you empower me for life and godliness, you give me your fruit, your love, joy, peace, patience, you give me your gifts, faith, prophecy. Lord, you give us those things, and we say yes, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name. Man, it's so important that, that we don't miss what God wants to do on this Pentecost Sunday. It's been 50 days that we've looked at his goodness and we probably just started. <laughs> we, we may have just scratched the surface over the last 50 days of how good God is. And so again, I wanna encourage you, don't stop looking into it. If whatever God's spoken to you, just ask him to build on that over the next, over the next series of weeks. As we go into the summer and as we, as we move and we're, we're about to move out of the mall, you know, we're not going to get back in there, it seems, right? But as we move from that season to a new season, I just declare we're going to be empowered for this new season, whatever it looks like. Whatever this new season looks like, we are empowered for it. It's that same spirit. It's that same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, empowered him for life and ministry, that was there during temptation, that was there during his conception, that was there for everything in baptism, everything, same spirit. Today, 2021 Pentecost Sunday, the same spirit dwells in you and he quickens you and makes you alive for everything he calls you to do. Just want to encourage you today, 
Go hard at that. Don't, don't stop going after that and yielding to God in you. God in you. That's Pentecost. It's, it's, not, it's not God for us at Christmas and, and God, sorry, not God with us at Christmas and God for us at Easter. God in us. That's Pentecost. And we say that same spirit. And we're, man, it's so amazing. And so I encourage you again today, go hard after that and yield, yield to him and, and trust him for next steps, next seasons, everything he has for you because he's good. Lord, you're good and your mercy endures forever. Amen. Hey, thanks so much for spending time with us on today's podcast. You can catch Freedom House live every Sunday morning at 10 o'clock on YouTube or Facebook or anytime right here on the podcast throughout the week. You can find out more about Freedom House online at freedomhouse.ca or follow us on any of the socials, Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. Thanks so much for joining us today, and we'll see you next time.